Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Ever lost somebody that you loved? Nurson shares his story of losing his father during the Port Arthur massacre and how he was able to deal with it all, to forgive and to heal. Are there any painful feelings still when you recall what happened uh, in Port Arthur? Well, I suppose when, I, when you reflect on what happened to Port Arthur, it's always going to be... Uh, that's a really tough question because grief is something I don't believe that ever leaves you. Yeah. You know, I know that there's a, the old saying, you know, time heals all wounds, but I, I believe that time helps you prepare. Uh, time helps you, you know, learn how to better cope. Yeah. But I don't think time actually heals the wounds of uh, grief. So when you ask me the question, uh, how do I, what, what, what sort of emotions impact me when I think of Port Arthur? Well, it's still, uh, there's a, Real sadness, and uh, you know, there's a you know loss of someone we loved and cared for. My father. Yeah. Well, tell uh, me, tell me exactly what happened, what you went through. Well, back in the day, well, 20 years ago, this uh, April, uh, Port Arthur uh, it changed the the course of our destiny. Uh, it, it ripped away from us. Uh, uh, you know, a very vital part of a very vital cog in our lives, and um, that cog has never ever been replaced. I don't think anything can replace losing your father, and so there's just the turmoil, the 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 pain, the you know, uh, was just horrendous. Um, Where were you at the time? Well, you know, uh, I, I can distinctly remember it. It's like yesterday. I was listening to the football, so Ray Hadley was calling the football and. Uh, to UE, I think, at the time. And he was in full flight, full sentence, talking. I can't even remember who was playing, but all I remember was sitting in my car listening to the football and Ray Hadley interrupts his broadcast and says, listen, breaking news, there's been an incident in Port Arthur. We don't have all the details, but what we do know, there is a lone gunman uh, shooting innocent victims, shooting people. Um all I knew at that point in time was that both my parents were in Tasmania on a holiday. Didn't know specifically where they were, but I knew they were in Tasmania. Yeah. And at that time, I, you know, tried ringing, um, and, it, and there was no response. Rang my brother Adrian, see if he knew anything. No one knew. Rang the toll number, the hot, the you know, the toll number that they were broadcasting. Uh, just could not. And then half an hour later, my phone rings and. It's this lady that I've never met before, and she says to me, she says, um, I'm with your mother, and your father's been injured. Wow. And somehow, I knew there was something more to it than that. Somehow, my an intuitive feeling, emotion, thought, Whatever it is you want to try and describe it as being, I felt my father had lost his life that day. I said to her, listen, my father's been killed, right? She said, yeah, we believe he has been. I said, well, tell my mother it'll be okay and we'll be okay. I don't know why he said that, but, you know, even though there was a whole lot of emotions happening and I sensed there was a peace. Uh, I sensed that there was a God that was in control. Yeah. 
Wow. And so how did that event over the next 20 years, how did that change your life? Well, that event was probably the, the significant um, the significant, you know, thing that engaged me into ministry, full-time ministry, I really sensed in my heart and my mind that I didn't just want to serve God in a minimal way or a nominal way. I wanted to give Him my all, and and that so that changed the trajectory of my life and my journey. Wow! Uh, and so that was a significant step towards full-time ministry. Uh, I suppose over the past twenty years, reflecting on. Various things have happened. I, you know, married, children, um, and you know, my kids are now at an age where they understand about life, and they understand about life and death, and they have questions, and lots of them. I suppose now, in a, in a sense, uh, my kids, uh, my father's grandkids, are going through their own grief in an interesting way. They're they're processing the loss of a grandfather. Yeah. And uh, try to understand why the grandfather is no longer here, and, and and we try to explain to the best of our ability. But so this twenty year anniversary is is probably just one more of those um, triggers, which brings a lot of emotions back and raises a whole lot of conversation and questions about what happened, and and they get to experience it now. And even with my kids watching the Sunday Light program where. You know, police were interviewing Mark Bryan and they showed footage that had never been seen before. Uh, it brought a whole lot more questions for them. And uh, it, w- it was just a very, very interesting perspective to be in, to be someone that went through that experience of grief and emotions and the roller coaster of those emotions. Now to see my children uh, go through their own experience and own journey of grief. Yeah. Did you ever have to struggle with forgiving that person, or do you still struggle? Well, you know, uh, soon after that happened, soon after April the 28th in Port Arthur, um, media were camped on our doorsteps, and people wanted to know what our response was. And, you know, um, know, emotionally charged up, a whole lot of stuff going in my heart and my mind and my spirit. Uh, in front of the media and uh, didn't really know what to say, had no real speech prepared or anything really prepared, but something within my heart said that this was the time to forgive, not to hate. This was the time to love, uh, not to hate. And I forgave Van Bright and shared the gospel message where Jesus on the cross of Calvary, and not so long ago we celebrated Easter on the cross of Calvary. Our Savior died for all mankind, for sinners, for murderers, for people like Martin Bryant, for people like myself, for all people. And in essence, none of us are any different. Different. We're all the same people. We're people after all. We've gone through different journeys of life and we've made different levels of mistakes. But at the end of life, Sin is equal in the eyes of God. All sin is equal. There's no distinction between my sin and his sin. And so I still forgive Martin Brian. I still hold, I probably forgive him more today than I did that very day 20 years ago because I understand the enormity of what it was to lose my father with time um, and the impact of what that's meant. And, you know, my father was not a significant moment 
of my life when the day I got married, the day my children were born, uh, significant markings in our life. Uh, you know, he's missed those events. And, yeah. Um, and so, you know, the pain of his departure uh, doesn't weary or doesn't wane. It, it, uh, it remains strong. But my resolve and my commitment to who Jesus is and what his message brings for all people is stronger, more further than it's ever been. That's Nurson's journey of healing. If you need help and healing, call the Salvos on 13 Salvos. Light and Life, the Salvos weekly radio show.